Hello, everyone. Welcome to Eternity, where love never fails. Hello, everyone. Thanks for listening. This is the Eternity Bible Study Podcast, where we walk through the Bible together every weekday, Monday through Friday. We're podcasting from here in the United States and in Zambia with a goal to share our thoughts and encourage one another as we read God's Word together verse by verse. My co-host in Zambia, Matali, and I are both listening to Through the Bible Podcast and then sharing our thoughts and encouragement with you. From America to Africa and everywhere else, God is in control. As always, our attribution goes to Through the Bible with Dr. J. Vernon McGee. So if you've ever wanted to try to read the Bible every day, we hope you can join us. We're regular people just like you, trying to learn more about God and walk in step with His Holy Spirit. So if you have your Bible, feel free to read along. And if not, no problem. We'll try to put it all together for you. So let's get started. Hello, everyone. We're back in the book of Leviticus. We're in Leviticus chapter 17. McGee calls this probably the most important chapter uh, in in the book of Leviticus and one of the most important in the Bible. It talks about the atonement, the one place of sacrifice. Um, No other places do you sacrifice. And the atonement for your sins is only through the blood of the animal being sacrificed. The atonement today is only through the blood of Jesus Christ. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. It's only by the blood, the shed blood of Jesus Christ that makes atonement for our sins. And um, just like Uh, these animals, this symbolism of the atonement of the animal um, was its blood. And God is saying, no matter, you know, whether you do the ritual offerings, you do that at the altar, or any animal that you kill, its blood must be brought to the altar to sacrifice to God. And so this illustrates a great biblical principle that there's only one way to God, one way to atone for your sins, and it points to the atonement of Jesus Christ, the one sacrifice, one for all, for all time. And it completes this uh, tradition here. you don't have to do this every time for every animal anymore. And now, there was a pagan practice, and McGee teaches, even started back in Egypt, or they learned it from the Egyptians, that there were goat uh, demons that, or they did goat worship, and um, they, they um, sacrificed to those type of things. Uh, and it was a practice even when they were killing an animal to eat the animal. It looks like it might have been custom or ritual or, you know, common practice to offer a sacrifice, but to something other than to God. It would have been a, a false idol, a goat idol, something like that. And here... 
God puts the the boundaries on even doing that. He says any animal for any reason that you're eating, you got to bring the blood to the altar. So that really tied the Christians to the altar when they're eating animal meat for any kind. And so, again, that's how important it is to acknowledge the blood being life itself in the atonement of that. Um, the atonement for sin is through blood. So God put strict rules on acknowledging that there's only one way to atone for life, and that's through the blood. So let's jump in with that in mind. Chapter 17, verse 1, And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and his sons and to all the people of Israel to say and, and say to them, This is the thing that the Lord has commanded. So this is not anything Moses is making up, or, you know, this is God speaking directly. If any one of the house of Israel kills an ox or a lamb or a goat in the camp or kills it outside the camp and does not bring it to the entrance of the tent of meeting to offer it as a gift to the Lord in front of the tabernacle of the Lord, blood guilt shall be imputed to that man. He has shed blood and that man shall be cut off from among the people. It's sort of like murder, but not quite the same, but it's a blood guilt. It's guilt for killing something without acknowledging its blood as um, atonement for sin. This is to the end that the people of Israel may bring their sacrifices, that they sacrifice in the open field. And... Um, that they may bring them to the Lord, to the priest, at the entrance of the tent of meeting, and sacrifice them as sacrifices of peace offerings to the Lord. And the priest shall throw the blood on the altar of the entrance of the tent of meeting and burn the fat for a pleasing aroma to the Lord. So they shall no more sacrifice their sacrifices to goat demons. Okay, So this is sort of the purpose of it is... No more sacrificing the goat demons. Anything you kill has to be sacrificed to the Lord. Um, after whom they whore. Okay, so it's like these demons, they're comparing, God's comparing uh, worship of demons to, to like whore. You know, and it's, and it's that we have a principle, a biblical principle as the bride and the bridegroom. And it's like the unfaithful um, bride and the bridegroom, you know, lays down his life for the bride, but the but the the bridegroom is unfaithful. So that would be like whoring, or even the nation Israel was compared when they were um, chasing idols from other nations, or even trying to uh, seek peace with other nations um, without calling on God. He was comparing the whole nation to like uh, a whore. So this shall uh, be a statute forever for them throughout their generations. Okay, so this is not just a one-time rule. This is a permanent rule. Verse 8, And you shall say to them, Any one of the house of Israel or strangers who sojourn among them, or you know, who's traveling through, who offers a burnt, offering or sacrifice and does not bring it to the entrance of the tent of meeting to offer 
it to the Lord, that man shall be cut off from his people. <clears throat> okay, so that person is unclean. That person has shed blood and um, consumed these animals <clears throat> that have not been sacrificed to the Lord. So God's accepting no pagan offerings. And again, there's only one place to have atonement of this, uh, for sins. It's the, the altar of God. There's only one place that we get atonement for our sins. It's at the cross of Christ, which is the altar for Christ, for the sacrifice of Christ. There's only one place, the cross. There's only one way, the shed blood of Christ, the blood of atonement. Verse 10, If any one of the house of Israel or the strangers who sojourn among them eats any blood, I will set my face against that person who eats the blood and will cut him off from his people. Verse 11, For the life of the flesh is in the blood, and I have given it for you on the altar to make atonement for your souls, for it is the blood that makes atonement by the life. So, McGee calls verse 11 like the most important verse in the book of Leviticus. It's the life flesh. The life of the flesh is the blood. How important the blood is for atonement. For it is the blood that makes atonement by the life. That's the whole principle of all of this at the altar. It's the shed blood. And of course, it points to how important it is for the shed blood of Christ that cleans us for our sins and makes atonement for our sins. And our sins are placed on Christ to make atonement. Therefore, verse 12, I've said to the people of Israel, no person among you shall eat blood, neither shall any stranger who sojourns among you eat blood. So in the rest of the chapter, the next few verses just talk about not eating blood as well. So um, that's where McGee stopped um, for the for the day, for the teaching. And it just underscores this importance of the shed blood of Christ for atonement for our sins. The key spiritual principle here. So I hope this was helpful. Um, um, We'll stop here. I'll turn the rest of the podcast over now to my co-host in Zambia, Matali. Matali, I hope you're doing great. Look forward to hearing what you've got to say today. And as always, from me to all of you, God bless you and keep your hearts centered on Christ. And we'll see you here next time tomorrow.